of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. Wait, who's that? <laughs> who's that third voice? Surprise, motherfuckers. I'm back. Could it possibly be? Who could it One be? Only? Nolan. That's right. Dan? Travis is here on a regular episode. <laughs> Are you going to introduce yourself? My name is Josh. Uh, new, new to this whole thing. <laughs> Yes, sir. That's right. Boys are back. Back in the saddle, baby. Let's go. Huge episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, a, what an episode to come back on, you know? Oh, you yeah, go to the theater twice this week, so pretty big. All right, Jacob, save it. We haven't even gotten yeah, to the Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> are you the one that's been missing, or has it been me? Jacob's already going into story time. Uh, this is episode 187, and today we are reviewing Drive Away Dolls, the latest Cohen film. But it's not a Cohen Brothers film, just a Cohen, singular Cohen film. Plus some other stuff we've been watching. Now you may speak, <laughs> Jacob or Josh. <laughs> Jacob seemed very interested in yeah. well, discussing. That is because I got COVID round four. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jacob. And this was the first time it fucked me up. I never had body aches ever like that since I had pneumonia back in, I don't know, like a decade ago. I'm I was dead. I was literally dead for two days and then just sick for a couple more days. Like I had a fever and everything, like high fever. For two days straight, it sucked. But I'm alive, and I'm back, and I'm here. How long ago was that? I, 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 I. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, it was like, I guess this, this week. Me, so it yeah. had to have been less than a week. Ago. Yeah, it was like this week. It was uh, yeah. literally like we recorded the episode. I was fine that day. Yeah. And then I had the next two days off, and that was the hell. Those two days, and then I had to work, and I put on my fucking. KN95, and my ears are not prepared for that anymore. Yeah, they were probably like callous. It hurts so bad. That was like 12 hours of wearing it, too. So I'm just like, oh, it was horrible. But, you know, like, I'm like, I literally have COVID right now. So, yeah, I'm I'm an active COVID. Yeah. So I sucked it up and felt pretty bad, but not nearly as bad as the first two days. And then now I've just been on the up and up, and I feel pretty much normal today. Still got a little bit of, like, nasal, post-nasal drainage, but that's it. Ugh. Never lost smell and stuff still, but felt like shit. Yikes. Yeah, I had it yeah. back in December, and it was pretty horrible. Well, actually, when I tested for it, I had it, but never had, to, like, the symptoms for it. And then, like, two weeks after that. Yeah, like you got like the rebound. The for yeah. it. I Literally, heard the every rebound is a thing. It has to be, or else, like, I had a false positive the first time. Also, like, I've d- done those tests so many times, and like, they're always like the faintest red line for positive. I'm like, oh, I got COVID. This before, like, it barely touched 
it didn't even get to the control like it barely touched the test line and it was like the blood deepest blood red immediately and it didn't go away i'm just like well i definitely have covid yeah yeah i don't know what i, I got hit by the same thing and it i was in bed for an entire day pretty much yeah i felt horrible it was like yeah. every joint muscle everything hurts so bad like painfully like i worked out and somehow worked out every single muscle fiber in my entire body at the same time you may have yeah that's what it felt like we all have problems but we have to serve the lord and i got the gut problems too my god i had like the runs for three days straight there's jacob back in true fashion talking about bowel movements (laughs) haven't missed a beat never stopped Never stop. It literally, I'm still shitting currently. I'm on the <laughs> toilet, actually. I'm recording yep. this from the bathroom. The throne. I, actually, I speaking of toilets, just bought a new one today. <laughs> really? Yeah, a big, huge, huge development in the in the Saldana residence it, over here. Is it like a nice, like heated seat toilet? <laughs> uh, no, it was. It, it is a taller toilet though. Nice. It's like double the height. So. Double the height. Don't, yeah, don't you like, want it lower? I don't want movements. it lower. That's how you. That's how you poop better, dude. Kyle, I'm 31. My knees don't work that way. <laughs> oh my god. Do you have a bidet yet? No, I wish. Do you? I highly recommend. Oh yeah, I've had one for like. Oh, like here a we go. Years now. You need a low sitting toilet with a bidet. That's like the two. It's like key. <laughs> Bidets are like. Yeah, I, well, every time I don't use one, I feel like I'm not clean. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but still, I don't know. But no, I don't want a lower toilet. I want to, my legs fall asleep if it's too fucking low. <laughs> like my, t- I'm on the toilet long enough to where it, my legs yeah, regularly you, become a you problem. You get to scroll in and you're like sitting on the toilet. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> yeah, Kyle. So my toilet hey, is toilet my was, choice. Well, if the toilet was lower, it might, you might, it might speed up your usage time. No, because then, you know, like. Five percent of it is actually shitting. The rest yeah, of it is just that's playing, you time. Playing retro bowl, playing fucking scrolling retro Twitter, bowl. watching some Twitch, some zombie football. <laughs> Similar. All right, but, so Josh, yeah. you have been on the show in six months, and that's what you want to tell us is you have a new toilet. I mean, it's the it's the most recent development in my life. Yeah, no I felt shit. Necessary. There's a segue. That was a huge, massive segue. We're huge on segues here. Oh, sorry. Okay. All right. We were talking about poop, and then it just naturally led to me talking about my new toilet. Oh, I thought the toilet was a segue to something something better, but no, that was the peak. Oops. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Lock your ears. I'm new to this. Um, I mean, life. It's just (laughs) there's like the massive developments in my life that's happened. It's just. Life is hell, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know A is about to be a year old coming up. Yep, here. yep. He in literally three days, my son's turning one. I guess that's a huge development. But he's jumping on his little baby dick, little one year old. Get her. Um, he was ready for that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just tough. I mean, it's like Sundays are like the only day I have off because I'm pretty much working like six days a week. So on Sundays, we just like chill all day and it's hard. It's like the last thing I want to do after a long day is put brain power towards a movie that may or may not be good. 
<laughs> so it's like we've had some we've been on a winning streak lately i have you. seen <laughs> i have seen your guys you're missing streak out here. on some of the best and if i'm gonna be like this if i'm gonna miss some time on the show i think I, this was the best time to do it yeah for sure and i yeah. i did dry I january so yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't drink at all so that would just been i would have been talking about bush na or some dumb shit on can't on imagine the show. not enjoying getting fucked up <laughs> And then it's even obviously slow as fuck anyway. So just felt like a good yeah. time to, to come back. Yeah. I mean, most of them have been not most, uh, a few of them have been pretty short. I went through a streak of pretty much actually after coming back to work, just working a lot of hours in the week. We've been down guys, but uh, we, we have been put on a cap <laughs> overtime is to be requested and approved. <laughs> We've been capped at 40. He's like, I want you out at this time, which is like, if I work eight hours, it's only like 3.30 or 4 o'clock, so I'm out pretty early now. So should be able to get some more movies in and, um, you know, ramp up ramp up the pod. So good Perfect time, time to too. I mean. Yep. If you want to. Yep. Exactly. Perfect timing. <laughs> okay. Anything else for you guys uh, before we get into this beer? These, I should say these beers. Yeah. yeah. Beers, plural. Yeah. I am ready for these beers. So, um, as we have mentioned many times, CBK has fucked us. <laughs> Not right in the ass. Beers. Right in the ass. So, uh, we all three have different beers. We'll just um, briefly go over them and talk about them. Who wants to start? I'm very thirsty. I just indulged in... Oh, you legal, couldn't even wait? Legal. You didn't even crack it? No, I didn't crack it. Come on, come oh, on. Okay. I'm an amateur. No, I know. I thought I thought that's what you were saying. Though, I was like, I couldn't wait. Uh, anyway, like, couldn't wait. Already drinking it, so might as well talk about it. Actually, already finished it. Oh, um, yeah. No, I was um, surprised. My, I have cotton mouth like a bee, a bee. Oh, okay. Pam's being a bee. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and talk first. Also, I'm excited. It's been a while. So, um, you. I thought that so I was unaware <laughs> that we had not gotten the same ones because I think the first completely box we different ones got pretty. Yeah, good the first ones. was completely the same. The second one, me and Kyle only had like one different. One, I'm thinking one different. Yep. Yeah, and then this one, all of a sudden, they just went off the rails. They're like, "Fuck you guys." <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to um, like follow along at least in the beer picks, and I've had. There's only one that I had that I saw that you guys drank, and it was, um. What the fuck? Uh, Captain Kush. Oh. So I did try that one. Yeah. I think the only other one that you guys had featured that I have is the Bunga Cove, and the rest are completely <laughs> different. So anyway. Hmm. Yeah, we, we you sent that video, and I was like, none of these look familiar <laughs> or the same. So, yeah. Did we, you guys have the, the, the Colin Coherd beer, though? That doesn't sound familiar. Which one? It's called, it was like a light beer, like called the Herd or something. The Herd. The last light beer we had, we had the yeah. Lager, um, which was, was really fucking good. Club. Yeah, something like that. Well, Slamming at the club. It was some weird. Oh name. yeah, yeah. But some music that I've never. But heard no. Of. Anyway, we haven't. We have not. Um, whatever one you're talking about, I don't. Okay. So. Slamming at the club. Yeah, that was a couple episodes ago. Anyway, yeah. doesn't matter because they fucked us. We're it's it's a known fact. So. I have in my hand 
I called it iPop because I'm an idiot, but there's actually an exclamation point after as well. So it's like pop as if it were Spanish. Mm. And so it's pulp. <laughs> yeah, it's the pulp, Jacob. <laughs> I guess it's Lent. Tis the season. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, there's not much of a description, but it is a fruit beer or a tarted f- a fruit a tarted a fruited fruit sour <laughs> it is a tarted fruit ale um with a collaboration with mason ale works and seek beer um and it just says collaboration with seek beer fruited tart ale with tropical notes from the addition of guava passion fruit and strawberry light crisp fresh summer crusher Coming in at five and a half percent, and like I said, it's classified as a fruit beer on here, but clearly it's a. I'm thinking more of a, um, like a sour. Clearly, but it's got like ice cream pops all over it, but I don't know any ice or not ice cream, popsicles, but I don't know any popsicles that are guava, passion fruit, or strawberry flavored. So, um, yeah, I guess that's all we got. Probably strawberry. But maybe strawberry yeah but definitely i would never eat a guava or passion fruit i would eat a guava one i'm i'd consider guava passion fruit yeah, that's a little weird that is kind of a good mix with mine though is it because i have guava and passion fruit in this oh, one. look at that yeah are we are we all cracking these together still uh if you can't wait then yeah, no i can, I can <laughs> wait i can wait i can wait because there's not we're not going to go into a deep dive, so I'm good. Yeah, right. there's, which, you know, going into mine, I guess, it's the another one of the Juice It, Juice It, which we did the, I did a Juice It last episode, was that last episode? I, I think that's what, it was last yeah. episode, yeah. It is a tarted sour, <laughs> a tarted, <laughs> a fruited sour ale, mango, guava, passion fruit, and it is not on untapped. I just tried to look. They're, they have a mango guava, uh, what was it, papaya one, but not this passion fruit is not on there. And I even tried to scan the barcode and it said nothing there. So maybe this is a difficult one or a new so one. So you get to make one, nice. Yeah. I, I think the last one I like didn't have a rating either. It's coming at 4.8% ABV. Um absolution again i don't know if i said that but yeah i mean there's literally no description or anything because they don't have a skew on untapped for it nothing on the side either nothing oh. <laughs> it literally is the most generic picture too you'll see it. it is very bad like it looks like powerpoint 2006 powerpoint power made like it's really bad it's a very bad can art but that's fine. We'll see how it yeah. tastes. <laughs> Sometimes great. Can't judge a book beer by its. It actually evil. looks like Sunny D almost. That's what I think of when I see the. <laughs> looks like a Sunny D esque label. Maybe that's on purpose. Very cool. Well, my beer that I have chosen is called Glitter Moon. And speaking of bad can art, uh, this is not great. But that's kind of why I chose it. I chose it because it's the gayest looking can I have. <laughs> uh, this is from Revision Brewing Company out of Sparks, Nevada. Uh, it is a 
Imperial Hazy IPA coming in at 8.5% ABV. Uh, it's got a four on untapped, so pretty good. I'll read the description here. The bulk of the hop aroma and flavor in this brew come from the land down under. Oh, there double yeah, time. You like that? <laughs> Geraldine Viswanathan, I believe is Australian. Huge. Galaxy and Vic Secret Hops from Australia exude pineapple and passion fruit goodness while a solid chunk of oats in the grain bill makes for a smooth mouthfeel. All right, ready to try Let's it? Let's do go. it. Yep. Jesus Christ, that was a good one. <laughs> Mike's pouring a golden color of piss. <laughs> yeah. My smells absolutely delicious. It has a good head. Was it? This color is amazing, actually. You said that had like no head last time I had it, so it was like really flat. This yeah, one that was yours. yours not, really yeah, flat. this one does not have that problem. It looks like mine does not have any problem of the sort. Mine looks delicious. Yum. Mine has a great kick to it. What do you mean kick? Where it like hits you and your jaw kind of like tightens up from that oh. like sourness, a pucker. Not a lip pucker, but like a jaw pucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm unsure how to feel about mine. I was like, Kyle's being awfully quiet. <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna I think I'm gonna need more drinks to uh to weigh in, but why don't you guys start? Yeah, we can you... go the same. I mean, we. I picked. Oh the yeah, same I'll, go, order. I'll go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's exactly. Well, I guess that's it, not exactly what I. It is more fruited tart than it is a sour ale. It's not. Mine does not have said jaw pucker, but it's got tar- a little tartness to it. It's kind of I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's it's pretty thin. It is crushable. The crushability is very high, um, but would I ever try it if I had like not gotten it as a fuck up in the in the beer? Probably not, just because of the guava and passion fruit. I tend to tend to steer clear of those, but um, it's actually much much more strawberry forward than it is the other two. So it is enjoyable, but I probably would not have given it a try had it not been in the box. So good, yeah. not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one is also on a similar line. It definitely is a sour, but it lacks the punch. I mean, maybe it's just these fruits in general don't, I guess they're not like super punchy in their flavors, I would say. <laughs> they're all kind of like mild flavored fruits. So... It's okay. It's it like the fruitiness is kind of lost a bit. It's I got I definitely get a tartness, but it doesn't have a lot of flavor. It's just kind of there, and it leaves it quickly. And also, just like the head, also left very quickly. It's not flat, but it's not. Mine still has like the this same amount of head as I had <laughs> when I poured it. Well, mine's like completely gone already. 
I don't know what they do. Apparently, this company, like, this isn't that old of a beer. I don't know what it is. They need to start putting some live yeast in there or something. <laughs> uh, me? Okay, mine. I think my problem with it is it's the, the mouthfeel is really nice. It does have like a good start, but that it has that like little, that bitter kind of like cleaning product taste that some of those hazies have. Mm. It's, it's the hazies that I feel like we don't like, even though it has the oats, it has that taste of like, kind of like cleaning product. It's not great, but it's not bad. It's just, um. It's not, yeah, it's not amazing. I'd say good, not great. Also. Good, not great. Like, Sounds like support. we all got winners. I would say mine is pretty crushable, but not in a way that it's still sour. So like even on that end, it's not something like you're going to want a lot of, but. <laughs> Maybe mine is that way because of its, because it's a double, like it's a little bit higher ABV, the 8.5, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think mine's that crushable, personally. Um, wouldn't drink it very. Wouldn't like chug this or get a, another one. So my like crushability, I'm gonna put it at like a two and a half, maybe. Yeah, I would be the same. <laughs> For your crushability. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's like probably four. Well, that's good. Okay. What about an overall rating? Um. Three five, pretty good. Jacob, three. Yeah, I think I'm about a three, maybe a two point seven five, depending on how it Yikes. finishes. Might have to let it sit. But, Wait till um, the buzz kicks in. Yeah, yeah. At <laughs> least you have that. Mine's only four point eight percent, so I'm not even gonna get that from it. <laughs> I was at Ogma earlier, so I already came in having a good, decent one. Love that. Love that for you. All right, uh, that's it on the beers. Nothing else to add? No. Mm-mm. All right, well, are you guys ready to get into our featured review? Yeesh. Yep. All right, we're talking Drive Away Dolls. Uh, Drive Away Dolls is written by Ethan Cohen and Trisha Cook. It is directed by Ethan Cohen. Um, stars Margaret Qualley, Beanie Feldstein, Geraldine Viswanathan, and a few others. Uh, plot synopsis reads, Jamie regrets her breakup with her girlfriend while Marion needs to relax. In search of a fresh start, they embark on an unexpected road trip to Tallahassee. Things quickly go awry when they cross paths with a group of inept criminals. What did you guys think of Drive Away Dolls? I'm going to say I didn't love this one. I, I didn't it. love it quite a bit. Um, I don't get Is that it. A Texas accent. I yeah. Hear? Did you like that? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I I do think the chemistry with the leads were pretty good. Like acting wise, pretty fun. And but like honestly, like the plot, which you know I guess is probably the point, was pretty is dumb. In a yeah. way that is like childish and less not as funny or smart as I would like it to be. It's from like a Cohen, I guess. And yeah, it wasn't that funny. It did have some moments, but it like overall, like wasn't like hilarious. And it also added in those really stupid, like LSD scenes 
that were like went on for way too long and were like I don't this felt like an imitation of like an Edgar Wright movie, if that makes sense. I saw somebody in like Letterboxd like said this feels like a student film trying to produce a Cohen film or something of those lines. Like this felt like a student project of a Cohen film. <laughs> Maybe. And for me it felt like it was almost like Edgar Wright esque, especially in the beginning, but kind of lost later with 100%. like how the transitions were and such. But I don't feel like that was carried through to the end, really. Uh, it just started getting into LSD scenes, transitions. And yeah, it was the plot was like kind of whatever, very bare, not that interesting. And then like the reveal of what it was was just kind of. I mean, it was funny, I guess, but just, yeah, it just went nowhere, really, and just wasn't very satisfying to watch, and it's not like the story was that interesting in itself. Yeah, I don't know. It just was, <laughs> wasn't my favorite. Yeah, I mean, I'm completely in line. It kind of sucks that this is the one that I decided to go and watch after my little hiatus, but, um, yeah, just, it literally felt like this movie, he, they actually wrote out maybe 20 minutes of it. And then the rest of it was just LSD scenes that they were like throwing in as fillers that really didn't make any sense to the plot at no. all. Like they were, they Not were nothing. Then you get this dumb cameo from Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> that's like so dumb. Honestly, I didn't understand. It's basically a cameo for Matt Damon. Well, that's too. supposed to like bridge the ex that's like the explanation as to why yeah, they're what why right. they, i get so it even exists and i get it it's not i'm not saying it's like uh yeah uh, yeah it does the explanation doesn't get credit but it's it is it is there yeah, yeah. and like if we're talking strictly plot like this reminds me of it, it's like a infinitely better version of what like um when or Jesus Rolls was going going for like in terms of a plot, it just didn't like this plot was as thin as fucking paper. There was nothing, nothing to this movie. I mean, guess you could argue some interesting elements, maybe or like knocks uh, at political figures yeah, or political kind of like nature, but kind weak. of like throwaway. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, and all in all, it was like Jesus rolls reminded me of like this, like how dumb. I mean, like when you find out what it actually is, it's so fucking dumb. And then they like trying to lean into it and make it like super funny. It felt like an SNL skit, but like an hour <laughs> and a half long. I'm not going to lie. I don't remember a single thing about the plot of Jesus rolls. I do not remember. Anything. I don't either. <laughs> I just remember them like. I don't know, running around and doing stuff that I literally don't remember anything except bowling. Yeah, I can't remember a single thing except for I think there was like a scene with like a cot, like something about a cottage, like in the woods. And yeah, 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 yeah. that's exact. I remember, I remember like not like a gunfight, but like maybe a gunfight or like some type of action happening in a rundown building. That's about all I remember too. Mm. (laughs) But either way, like. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Just kind of, I I can't remember a single thing about that movie, and that was a sequel to a Coen Brothers movie, also. Oh yeah, actually, that's funny. 
Yeah. I didn't even put that 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 together. This but felt I mean, like somebody else did a sequel to a Coen Yeah, I mean, what is like what is this? I mean, Cohen Brothers are like if we hold if we're trying to hold this movie to the Cohen Brothers standard or even if we're gonna put it in the Cohen realm, I mean, this has to be There must be a reason they work the together. worst. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, you bring up a good uh a good point there because is it is it joel or ethan that has you know carries the weight i mean as of right now i'm saying joel (laughs) yeah i mean obviously tragedy and Macbeth, right that was joel alone but yeah that was okay so now that was definitely better (laughs) they have two separate credits tragedy and Macbeth, which was 100 percent serious didn't have like any comedy in it and then you have this which is like obviously very lighthearted, almost too much comedy not a lot of seriousness to it but yeah. their best their best movies blend the two together like no that's what i think i think they're Argo. great for each other they yeah, help cl- balance yeah. each other out with this like i think it's, they are an amazing mix together but if we're talking about just separate ones like it, going off these yeah like one example <laughs> each like tragic macbeth was definitely a better film yeah i, I don't agree. i don't think that this <laughs> was like bad and obviously it sounds like we're ba- like i'm bashing it but like I didn't have a horrible time with it. Like it wasn't like, oh my god, like give me the hell out of this theater. It was it was just like so disappointing. <laughs> I don't even know if it's disappointing because I didn't even it know. Was for me, yeah. <laughs> Kyle I Kyle texted last week saying, "Oh, we got the Cohen and then Dune." You know, the following week, so I was like, "Oh, Cohen," and I, I kept thinking it was called Drag Something Dolls. So I didn't even know. That, I, I, I remember, remember name. things you asked me what the name was. I'm like, I think it's Getaway Girls. <laughs> yeah yeah the name is pretty horrible I'm like too. close enough it's yeah drive away dolls yeah so i don't know i don't know what was happening in here and i don't know like i said it just felt like an snl skit that was ran on for the entire time and a lot of swings and a lot of misses but like i said i didn't hate it i actually don't know it was i was very indifferent watching it yeah i would say i'm, I'm at. <laughs> I'm pretty much in line with you guys. I didn't hate it, but I do think it's a pretty big mess. Like, yeah, it is directed by one of the Coens. It obviously isn't poorly made. A lot of the acting is good. It has some style yeah. to it, whether you like it or not. I, you know, a lot of like the, the gimmicky like cutaways and all that shit like didn't always jive with me, but some of them were fine. Um. And just like the style of it, you know, it felt more in line with a lot of like the pure comedies that the Coens had done. And I, they've had some, you know, misses as well. I, you know, a lot, I'm still not caught up with their filmography, but kind of seems like this is in line with one of those, maybe like Hudsucker Proxy, again, a movie that I haven't seen, but a comedy that doesn't fully work. Um, so maybe that's more of Ethan Cohen's side of things is the the comedy. But yeah, I just think that um, a lot of the character stuff was, was fine, but it's, yeah, it's pretty much just the plot and like the mechanics of it and how they go from, especially like the bad guys, like how the way that they track them and everything with them just didn't seem to make sense. I kind of wish that they were, it was more of like a like they're on their tail thing and they are mm-hmm. interacting with them more, but they're never interacting together until like the end and And then it kind of got then, weird. Yeah. And then when it when they meet, the scene is fucking Yeah, it was weird. What? 
that scene at the at the dog track yeah that was yeah terrible. yeah i did it's not like, like that and like walks away it's like okay yeah sure and then nothing happened after we like, need yeah nothing. it was so yeah it was we need, so sloppy we need a way for them to yeah. escape yeah it did it felt really sloppy yeah that's what i'm just it's just like the writing just wasn't very tight you know for like a cohen movie and um there's some decent lines and stuff but yeah lots of swings and not a lot of connections a lot not a lot of hits it uh i was not laughing as much as uh i think they intended there's like no, i didn't laugh at here. all yeah it's more of like no, that i thought it was kind of that yeah it, funny it's not like laugh out loud funny, funny but it's yeah you know yeah and um yeah i guess that's my my general thoughts um definitely get into some more details now yeah i mean obviously the we can get into what the actual in the briefcase was and Mm, yeah (laughs) i mean Uh, which i think is a good idea but poor poorly executed yeah Yeah, very poorly executed i think it could have been very funny because they did kind of build it up yeah they kind of did build it up like it was going to be money money or money especially was, when they went to like the rich hotel like immediately after right like, or like yeah money or i thought initially when we first see the suitcase you're we are talking like, about like uh spoilers now right <laughs> yeah 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 we can get into yeah, spoilers. Yeah. okay so like you're diving into the briefcase and then you our first psychedelic scene happens so i was like oh maybe it's like these cool fucking drugs that like that's what I thought too. I thought it was, it was like, like a bunch of psychedelic pills. Like, I did yeah, get that. What yeah. And then like, like so so yeah, it's it's five dildos, which are, which were created by the by Pedro's Plaster. character. No, no, he no, it's Miley Cyrus's character. Created by Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What did the Santos? What did Pedro Pascal's character? I don't do? really he's know. A, he's a collector. His name is the collector. He's yeah. like a collector of like weird shit like that. That's so just his name all is Santos. He's credited in on IMDb as the collector. They might he they might have given him a name, but he's credited. Wow, as I didn't the like really get that his connection. Yeah, yeah. He the guy kept saying Santos, hand over the suitcase. He's more of a yeah. He's more of like a cameo, and his like the point of his character is to like get the plot moving forward. You're right. Yeah, it's not really important who he is. Yeah, that was a that was a plot forward, and then obviously the era in which it was set in was huge for it because obviously they didn't have up to date technology, so that was. If they right. did, that this movie wouldn't exist. So you had to yeah, do it, it in like a lot old, different. You had to do it in like the late nineties because obviously it would not have worked in in a current in a current um, thing. But yeah, I mean, all the characters were dumb and yeah. Well, okay, so they they set up uh, the briefcase has molded dicks in it, and one of them it belongs to a senator played by yeah. Matt Damon, and he thinks that it would ruin his life if it got out which also makes no fucking sense because you could literally just deny like yeah yeah like i'm like would they sign it or something yeah, like exactly. how, how would they know it's his yeah, dick i mean how it looks is national news everybody knows exactly how it looks so if a dildo gets out that looks like it everybody would know right no that's fine. yeah yeah how do you also be like i would only i would deny it but only so much because i'm like that's a pretty big big dick you know yeah, i'm like, doing well I mean, that's a that's a pretty yeah. But I think the whole premise is that he's like you know a 
conservative right right right, right, right. values religious man oh my so. god that in that scene where like they they roll into tallahassee and like they see the billboard and they're like oh, oh yeah it's just like it's the setup to it is so dumb like that that that's our introduction to him and that's how we know that he's like a conservative like he's a republican senator yeah. conservative is like by them seeing this billboard it just felt sloppy it did it was most of the movie was it was sloppy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i feel like that's uh the main through line is just like there's you know i actually interactions but it's like the connective tissue is very sloppy yeah. I actually thought that at one point that the LSD scenes was a euphemism for sex, but then it broke that too at one point. Cause like that could almost work, but then it didn't at one point. And I'm just like, okay, where is the mm. real point? Yeah. Then well, find out. And then when we get to the actual point, I'm just like, really? Like then why is it like, I don't, it's, it was bad because they were so long too. I feel yeah, like they could have wrong at the same time. The one, yeah. the LSD scenes are like, Almost yeah, like but I thought like uh, like the first time, like right before, like I think it was at the motel the first time it happened, and then like it was the next morning or whatever. I was like, oh okay, and then like they were gonna do the basement thing, right? And with all the yeah, whatever soccer, I don't know what they were soccer, yeah, players, and then like that scene happened again. But then I was like, oh, okay, so now it's going to be the next day and skip past it. But then it didn't skip past it. They were all kissing in the rotation or whatever. I'm like, oh. And yeah. I was just confused. <laughs> I'm like, okay, then what the fuck is the point? And then yeah. when we got the point, I'm just like, that does not justify Ethan it. Cohen, through these stupid things. Ethan like, Cohen watched, watched Infinity Pool and was like, <laughs> what if I do this? What if I do this? But it worse. doesn't make sense. <laughs> Also, okay, here's another just like nitpick, but he's they when they quote like his story, they're like, he smoked weed once, as we all do, and it's like, okay, weed doesn't do that. Do like, that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Ethan, <laughs> have you ever smoked, dude? Don't match at all. Clearly you've never had weed. <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. And then another I guess that's where we already meant you already brought it up, the soccer team. Kind of dumb too, like that. A whole team would just be like a team of lesbians. Oh yeah. Like you wanted to be. You wanted to lean into stereotypes or whatever. Just have it be like the softball. Softball. Team. Yeah, yeah. Softball. That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, it should be the softball team, not the soccer team. <laughs> like every yeah. soccer player I knew that was at Spring Arbor was all straight female. Yeah. Yeah. Same well, obviously it's Spring Arbor, like, but I don't think there's a lot of ton of lesbian. Yeah. It's not like yeah. I don't think that's like the stereotype. I mean, Megan Rapinoe is like, I guess the face of it, but. Mo- yeah, most of them <laughs> I would say you're not. So. Well, I did want to get and also that team sending the one guys on the wild goose chase. What like, is that? that whole part was kind of dumb too, dude. I was so confused about that. I was yeah, like, what did he say? Oh, yeah. I needed subtitles. I did get, but like I get, it was just supposed to be funny and that we didn't really know what he was saying. But like that whole part, like was so unnecessary. But it goes back to the fact that like anything with the goons, like I that shit was just stupid. Like. Yeah, why would they... like even their back and forth wasn't as funny as like I think they it wasn't it was no. Like, it wasn't. What was that guy from? What is the bald one? Yeah, he looks oh, so familiar, yeah. but I he could not think of where he was from. Nickelodeon or like, in, um, something you know, from like kids. Oh, yeah, you know where he is. Do you know he's from the is? office. I want to know. Yes. He's, he's from the office. office. He's the counselor. Oh my no, god! He's, he's the, t- no. he's the uh, preschool teacher. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> Yeah, he goes, yeah, he is. why don't you just lock the door, man? 
Uh, we don't have locks for child safety. <laughs> Fuck, I could not think of it. And then I just remembered it too. That's, yeah. But anyway, yeah, their their banter was horrible. Yeah. And then like, why would you think if you're... Original thought. You know that they're going to Tallahassee. Why would you just assume that they're in Alabama? Why would you just go to Tallahassee? Yeah. Why would you assume they're in Alabama? Well, it was even worse because like they kept getting these like instant like notifications. Oh, they used a credit card here. I'm like, if you guys have this much in-depth knowledge, like how did you, I don't know. Like they're able to get that kind of stuff so quickly, but then they, uh, it was just. And like, how did it also like, what was the inciting incident, right? Bill Camp, AKA Curly is at like the driveway thing and like he's like oh you would need to go to tallahassee or whatever yeah take this one like are they did they not set up the job properly with him or like well he was calling he was talking to him when they walked in so i was like why would he think that they would just show up that fast right yeah because that's what like i mean i guess you could assume like oh that's part of the joke curly is like a bit of an idiot lovable idiot yeah like three uh three stooges right but yeah yeah i mean there's just you have to uh, suspend your disbelief quite a bit to like allow the plot to actually work in this. And yeah. I get that it's a comedy. It's pretty over the top for sure. I mean, the yeah. the the uh, MacGuffin is a literal penis. So I get it. I get it. I, I get yeah. everything. But and and like, what was the, the real purpose of the harder. movie was a love story? I think. Yeah. I, I, think. I, I think it was just like exploring. Because, like, like, honestly, yeah. that was kind of sloppy too. Like, them actually falling in love. I do think they had great chemistry, like playing off each other, like being funny. But I thought, like, their love chemistry did not feel so well thought out. Yeah. <laughs> it felt pretty yeah, I rushed. See that. Yeah, and at one point they have, you know, like the point where they go all the way, it, it kind of feels like they, she's agreeing to it just to like, you know, knock the dust off and, you know, get in that mindset or whatever. But then like you're supposed to believe that they, that like made them fall in love. And yeah, I mean, I guess that's also what I felt like I'm saying, like literally it doesn't, I didn't feel that their, their actual chemistry love yeah. wise with each other yeah. no yeah the friendship was fun <laughs> never even yeah up to that point she's still saying like oh yeah we're just gonna do this so like you can like get laid yes yeah, yeah. Of, like oh actually so it felt like hair. yeah she just was doing her a favor uh yeah <laughs> and then yeah and then it was like the next day they were like a couple <laughs> yeah maybe she's just that good yeah, that's fun. yeah. Uh, i read also a letterbox review that said that she sounded like Sandy Cheeks. <laughs> Maybe so that's that was where funny. she studied. I thought I that mean, was pretty good. Both from Texas, so yeah, you know. Um, what else? Anything else? <laughs> I'm trying to think of more. I did just see it today. Same. Did, yeah, same. No, oh, well, you guys all did. yesterday actually. Oh. I saw it today. No, I saw it yesterday. So you guys are way more fresh. Yeah, I know. Man, that's that's the part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, we yeah, could go to we could fast forward to the very end too, which uh, also felt very sloppy. How they wrap it up? Oh my god! Like I honestly like it was bad. And, like he gives them the money, but then is 
he's going to rob them with while and he's holding the briefcase of dildos still. Yeah, he still kept it in his hand yeah. and the oh, head. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the head. And the head, yeah. <laughs> Just like, wait, what? Put it in your car or or give them like a... Well, they didn't even check the briefcase case either which was i thought was funny he could have just given them a weighted suitcase or briefcase and uh walked away <laughs> yeah neither of them that's what i thought too i'm like they didn't they're not gonna check to make sure the money's there yeah he like he checked to make sure the dicks were there like you can yeah and he just like the money <laughs> at it and then at, at that like point you learn that every dildo is like molded after somebody famous or something yeah which was another wrinkle but not important just thought i'd mention it <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah I did whole, think uh, the Supreme Court justice was funny because obviously they were trying to say that was uh, Clarence Thomas, but oh, yeah. oh, oh, just like the I was like, we didn't meet that person. I see, no, I see, I see, yeah. but yeah, it was literally like today's. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, topics. Yeah, you could you could probably piece it together because it was yeah. very vague, but <laughs> yeah, definitely targeting somebody and something. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess I didn't put that together. But yeah, uh, yeah not funny. that smart. I mean, yeah, great. <laughs> not that clearly. smart. <laughs> but funny, but not that smart. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else on driveway dolls for you guys? Uh, no. I don't nope, have nope, much nope. else. Uh, yeah, there were some stylistic things I liked, but um, again, overall, just the writing and everything. Oh yeah, I did want to say that. I think that the yeah the initial style kind of like Jacob said it kind of like stopped at a certain point. Like it it started off very stylistic and then it didn't end. It didn't. It wasn't all the way through the movie. Yeah, those shots like at the beginning where they were like I feel like they're like above them and at like an angle that like weird i don't know how to describe it or what the shot would be called but it's like the opposite of like a dutch angle where it's low and at an angle it's like above them and at an angle um yeah there was like a lot of that in the beginning at least and then those transitions i feel like the transitions were kind of consistent throughout the weird just like sound design and choices that they you know threw in to move from scene to scene but that was another thing is like the, the pacing and um like scene transition it some of it and like i guess this goes with the editing just felt really off they would go from like Mm. a a scene to another scene that would be kind of abrupt and then they would go back and it's like it kind of felt scattered and jumpy because of that it's it's more so at certain parts but yeah the pacing and, and editing were not that great either yeah i thought the the one specific editing that i thought was good was when the two guys are driving and you see like lights passing and then like you see a light and it gets bright and then it turns into the, which also we didn't mention the shitty cop character, Suki or whatever her name was. Oh, yeah. oh, horrible character. <laughs> God, that was so bad. Like if you're a cop, you're just going to put your flashlight on outside. If you have a tip. Well, I mean, I she didn't trust that- her. Yeah. And also part of it is like, I, I think she's a cop, but she, it looks like she's the cop that gets assigned to like the lowest important. Well, I think she was a sergeant, duties. wasn't she? She did say that. Yeah, she did say Sarge, but she was like, the only cop, the only police work we see her do is like 
uh, the guarding booking. the cells. Yeah. yeah, the booking. So I don't know. I don't know if that was like a commentary on Maybe. her getting like the least important duties, and because she's like, oh, I can, I'll give you a case that's a for sure, that's a for sure win, and she kind of yeah, up, that's what I, I thought too, because she was going to get something out of it, yeah. right? Okay. Uh, what are you guys going to give Driveway Dolls out of five stars? I'm going to give it a 2.5. I'm also a 2.5. I am also a 2.5. Huge. All right. Let's still in sync. Move on. <laughs> still got it, baby. Like never, yeah, never slipped out of it. Um, all right. Let's move on to some nano reviews. Who wants to begin? Jacob, you said you went to the theater twice? I did. Well, what I did you another. see? Was it worth it? Was it worth COVID? Uh, I think that's very <laughs> dependent. So I did watch the new Demon Slayer movie. Oh, God. Quotation marks. <laughs> it is a movie. It's in theaters. So, but it really. It is skids, a movie. Yeah, it skids that line, though. <laughs> like, so. I did like it quite a bit, just on a purely spectacle point of view. I mean, this the animation of this anime is incredible. It is incredible, just on a technical level. And be, I was super excited because all this is, basically, is the last two episodes of the last season and then, like, the first episode of the new season. Basically, that's all it is. <laughs> but... People hate it for that, but at the same time, like, okay, who cares though? Like, you get to see it in the big screen with the big sound. Like, that's what the reason you go. And I would love to see a lot of different of these shows that I love in a big screen in a movie environment, right? Come on. And for that, uh, no, <laughs> I'm gonna say no. No, I you mean, wouldn't. You can. There needs to be like, I want a. I want a story or like something that feels contained into this film. Something yeah, that, this is not that at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. I can, I Which like, I can, I, I do understand why people on. hate it for that, but like I already knew that's what it was going in. So literally I'm just like, well, yeah. these last two episodes were insane and I would love to see that in a theater experience. And then, you know, I get to see the new episode from the new season. Why not? It doesn't come to, out until April. So, like, I get to see it early. And I, I mean, have if it's, AMC. If it's better animation and all that stuff. Like, as a huge fan, I would totally get why anyone would want to do that. I, it's just like a movie person. I'm not going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, no. For that but, reason. like, you know, I'm also on the A list for AMC. So, I get this didn't cost yeah, me anything oh, extra. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why not? I get yeah, two tickets sure. a week for a reason. Let's use that to see True. this. And yeah, I could not recommend this to anybody except for the like people like the hardest of hardcore, I guess, because it is not a movie, which <laughs> like I I could I would argue for Mugen Train, which, you know, I understand Kyle doesn't love as much, but like that one I can argue more for just anybody going to see this one i cannot argue for at all there's no reason to see this unless you're a fan already but yeah it looks great big screen beautiful animation enjoyable it i gave it a three 
<laughs> all that for a three? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, because I'm also crazy. trying to be realistic about it. Like, no, no, that's fair. <laughs> I'm just saying you didn't really, like, really, I didn't hear anything negative, and then you're like, yeah, for a three. Yeah, I mean, because I don't think the only negative is like, this is not a movie. Like, right, right. There's you're, not you're a self contained plot. Yeah, you're watching the episodes from the anime on the big screen. Yeah, that's, that's literally all it is. I mean, right. they do like a little recap of like the whole series basically in the beginning. But other than that, like, yeah, this is literally just episodes on the big screen. And I loved, absolutely loved that. <laughs> but it, like, you can't recommend this. This isn't a movie at all. Yikes. All right. Very cool. I got like nothing. <laughs> what? Nothing? You've been After waiting for six, six months? months? <laughs> Not really. Some rewatches. Beat Bobby Flay. I mean, I, yeah. Fuck yeah. I did watch, <laughs> I guess I did watch The Iron Claw. That was the most oh, recent you, movie. Right? Yeah, I'm interested in hearing about Let's that. Let's hear it. Um, I'm definitely higher than Kyle is. I don't know well, Kyle, I'm lower I, than most people, so that's fair. But I'm not. I mean, I'm like, I, honestly, I think this movie is just like a floor, I think is four, but the ceiling is also a four. <laughs> the floor <laughs> and the ceiling are a four? Yeah, yeah, it's like they're one. It won't be any better. It's not going to be any worse than a four and no better than a four. Okay. I mean, it's shot extremely well, acted extremely well, interesting. Extremely well, interesting. I agree. <laughs> I mean, great story, executed well. I mean, there's not really like much complaints about it. I, I would be. In, I mean, did you talk about it? Yeah, we talked. I talked about it a little bit. Yeah, I didn't watch it, so that's why I, f- I didn't see that you had logged it. So I figured yeah. that you hadn't watched it. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just a good. I thought it was a good, uh, good melodrama, right in a twenty four's wheelhouse. I mean. I don't know. I don't know hey, what a lot it, of there's... people. A lot of people love it. A lot of people like it. I like it. I like it. But it's just not. Was not up to. I definitely was. I had higher expectations. I will say that that might have played a part. I think on a rewatch could go up once my now that my expectations are very low. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't have any. Yeah, you didn't have any going into it. Yeah, and I mean, the, the trailer had have... for sure. Wasn't the nest that the director did supposed to be yeah, pretty yeah. good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my one of my cousins um, recommended that to me, and I didn't know who Sean Durkin was or whatever. And then I, you know, you know, saw trailers for this, watched it, and I was like, "Oh, Sean Durkin, he directed the nest too." That was like two years ago. That I should uh, check that out. Yeah, I mean, and his other st- his other movie is supposed to be pretty good too. So, I mean, I thought it was other. What's his other movie called? Um, Martha, Martha, oh, Marcy, Marcy, May, Marlene. Marlene. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that too. Oh my God, that was over 10 years ago. Yep, 13. Wow. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I thought it was really good. I was very interested and locked in the whole time. Not very good, I guess, but. Good. It's a 4.1 average, and I think that's like perfect. Like I wouldn't. Okay. You should watch. You should watch it, Jacob. I think it's streaming. I, I plan to. I'm just waiting. Uh, I think it's still yet to buy it, though. So oh. I'm waiting until it's just streaming, streaming on one of the many services they have. 
Yeah, the between the three of us. Yeah. Everything's covered, I think. Exactly. I think so. So I'll wait. You yeah, guys haven't sold me on paying twenty dollars for it. Oh, so. I did watch I did watch the first episode of the Halo show. Oh, I saw the first season. I don't get Three the I mean out. I know, that's why I watched it. I mean I and Jacob, you I don't get the hate. Really... It's fine. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say you yeah, can I don't get the in. I don't yeah. I don't understand. Like I get people like people are, are saying that it's not like <laughs> Yeah, and it's like the same kind of argument that I have with Death Note. Like it's like I mean Death Note, I guess I didn't care as much about the anime as I Yeah, but like did. Halo the games never had like an amazing story. Just the books. The, I mean and not even all the books are great either. It's like a couple of the books are great. That's it. So Yeah, so it's like it's not like I <laughs> like, mean, what do you expect? Like the only people that should could rightfully hate this is if they read every single fucking book actually watched every cutscene in halo <laughs> like this uber nerds like that's the only people that can hate this movie because or the show i mean like i said i can't weigh in and you have seen the first season and i plan on watching yeah, i don't remember more much, but, but i did watch first, first episode was pretty cool. i haven't I mean, watched the second yeah the sound effects are pretty but yeah <laughs> it has some like it's not as high budget as you would like. it's not hbo it's stars right so or paramount whatever paramount, paramount plus yeah I think Stars originally did it though. No, it is. But now that, well, it's on Paramount Plus. I mean, yeah, it's Paramount. It was on now. the Super Bowl yeah. commercial. It was Paramount Plus. I didn't see anything about Stars. Yeah, I don't think it I was ever like Stars. Was. I think it went Maybe straight not. to Paramount. Maybe. I'm pretty sure it was. It's but... not HBO, is what I mean. <laughs> no, definitely not. And yeah, are we just saying things that it's not? It's not Hulu. It's not Netflix. <laughs> You're right. It's not those things. That's a it valid point. Thank you, Kyle. Good job, Kyle. But I mean, I can see the argument also like when they're actually in the suits, the suits kind of look like plasticky. Whereas like when you get the CG, it looks a lot better. Like when they're fighting in CG when Yeah. Like, I think every fight that Master Chief should is in should be that CG. But that was only the first episode, and obviously. Second season they probably got a little bit more of a budget and they might have been a little bit better, but um yeah i don't get the hate of that and i also did watch the bear which have oh i did see the first episode of that it's incredible yeah very 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 pretty good good. of the first season jacob is that what you're talking about yeah i've only seen the first episode first season i I saw the whole show Oh, you watched the entire show. Okay. Yeah, I've literally seen one episode of I watched like three or four episodes. I couldn't get into it. I dropped it. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And like it's like I mean everybody loves it, but I don't I don't get it. I mean, I just think it's I mean I think it's a little bit more like I feel a little bit more for it. Oh, it was by the way, Halo was showtime. But Oh, okay. Anyway. Well, you're still right. Anyway. <laughs> Um, the star was the ass. <laughs> Still wrong. Star, Showtime, same thing. Um, but yeah, for I, I feel a little bit more affinity. I feel like towards it because I I've been working in a bar or restaurant for a long mm, time. Yeah. So like true. the shit that comes up and like the stressfulness I've experienced firsthand. So I think that that anxiety kind of helps out a lot. Or or fuels. Oh, like, I mean, like, I felt that as someone not in that area. The but first in pharmacy, like, gave that's me how like pharmacy feels week. like when you get busy and you're like trying to complete things and you yeah. everyone's assigned to their task and you're like, it's just like a lot at once yeah. to handle. Yeah, and I, obviously, Bobby Flay, I'm 
I have a peak of interest towards food in general. So, um, yeah, I just think it's overall, it's, it's a great show. And oh, yeah, I, I do think huge, the first three or uh, four episodes cake lately. <laughs> you, you have been. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I told Cal about it. The first three or four mm-hmm. episodes I could see where it would take a minute to get into, but like the last few of the first season and then the entire second season is really good. Like season, I think the episode, the seventh episode of the first season or the second season is all shot is all one take, which is kind of cool. Wow. Nice. They filmed it. Sounds all like one a gimmick take. I've ever heard of one. Yeah. <laughs> so it was the entire movie of a, uh, or the entire just, father movie. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I love that. What did we say? Like we changed it from gimmick. What was the other word? I forgot. Uh, I'd have to ask Travis. A novelty. <laughs> novelty. novelty. <laughs> like going to Cedar Point. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can't go more than once a year because then it would lose its lust. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Very cool. Um, okay. So besides, I did watch Star Wars, but uh, so I don't know if we, did we mention that last episode? I thought so, but I'm not for sure. All right. Well, we'll mention it again. Why not? I can definitely uh, say that you've mentioned it before on the show. All right. Next, no, 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 not Star Wars. Next premium is going to be the oh. OG Star Wars trilogy. So I uh, did watch that, uh, the first one. And then I watched Paper Moon from 1973, directed by Peter Bogdanovich. Um, did my whatever classic slash old movie watching on Sunday morning that I want have gotten back to. Uh, this stars Tatum O'Neill and Ryan O'Neill, which huge connection to the Kubrick Part Two premium. Uh, Ryan O'Neill was Barry Lyndon in Barry Lyndon, mm-hmm. and Tatum O'Neill is his real life daughter. So they play. Uh, he's a con man. Um, he is ta- he is transporting this girl who lost her mother to her aunt and uncle, uh, and they have to drive across. Well. Maybe not across country, over a few states to get there. And, um, you know, hilarity ensues. Um, it's I would say it's stage where it's kind of like segmented, where, uh, you know, the first segment is them starting their journey, trying to sell these Bibles. He's a bit, he's a bit of a con man. Uh, you know, next segment, he meets this girl and he's trying to forge a relationship with her, but she doesn't like her. And then, you know, it's kind of segmented like that. Um, I did really like it. It is takes place in like it takes place in the 30s, so like Depression era, and it's kind of shot that way and made to look that way, even though it's from 1973. So it's uh, it's black and white, shot through like a filter to give it a little bit more contrast. Um, so it looks, you know, it looks pretty interesting and looks really good. The chemistry between them are obviously is obviously great because it's father and daughter. And then there's actually a question in the movie, like in the plot, like they could be father and daughter because he had met her mother at a I think they call it some kind of bar they call it, but it basically like a brothel. And so there's a there's a question that could he actually be my real dad? And yeah, it's just uh it's pretty pretty heartwarming and tender and um the, the banter back and forth is pretty good. Uh, much funnier than Driveaway Dolls, I would say. <laughs> Can't be much and, uh, Yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. I would say uh, I would say my only problem with it is there's like a there's a bit of a lull in the film 
Um, pacing definitely slows down. Like it's def- it's towards the middle, which is I feel like is pretty common. But um, yeah, just that, and I would definitely be interested in revisiting it and uh, v- visiting some more of Bogdanovich's films. I know what is it called? The last uh, last picture show is a popular one from him. And uh, I guess Orson Welles was his mentor too. So that is huge as well. Got to check out some more movies from him. But yeah, I gave it a four. Uh, It's on Max. I would recommend it. And Tatum O'Neill is the youngest person to win an Oscar. She was 10 years old when she won Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for this film. No one would just ever give that now. No. Yeah, there's some interesting facts actually about the making of this and that performance in particular. Um, I guess Bogdanovich did quite a bit of takes, especially for her scenes, because he she wasn't acting the way he wanted, and he quote uh, supposedly he said it was a bit of a nightmare. And uh, <laughs> you know what? That's just I feel like that's what we need more of. We need more child labor. Yeah, yeah. To like really crack down on these kids and say, stop sucking ass. We're going to do this take over and over again until you get it right. You little piece of shit. And uh, we would have better and child beat them. And I mean, look what happened. She won an Oscar. So you can't really say he's wrong. Yeah. I'm sure she was fine after that. Yeah. All right. That's it for me. Jacob, do you have anything else? Uh, Just a quick one, I guess. I did watch the first two Three episodes of Avatar. The last oh my god, that thing's getting shit on bad. It is fine. I don't. <laughs> I would not say it's bad at all. It's fine. So it's, it's like unnecessary. One, one Piece got so much praise. Oh, it's better was, than one. I think it's better than fine. One Piece. Okay. I honestly think it's better than One Piece. I do not get the love for One Piece at all. I don't either. But like I have no idea because <laughs> like it is exactly at that level. But less cheesy. It's still cheesy, but less cheesy than that. And but like, yeah, literally CG. Everything is on the same level. As, I really don't understand. I get. I think it's maybe the big differences. It's just like the creator of One Piece is definitely you know greenlit, signed off on like the Netflix one, and the creators of Avatar left the project. So that's probably right, the right. main difference. I again, I'm only like two episodes like started the third episode in so maybe i i can definitely tell like they're trying to do too much because they i don't i hope i don't know yet this could be it i don't actually know if this is supposed to cover all of the series because it's only eight episodes and i think that it must like really fall off badly then because that's There's impossible no way. Wait, yeah okay, that's so impossible then so how far into the series have they made it uh pretty far but not like that far so like in the by the second episode they already went to like he found the air the old air temple area and like everyone dead basically which was like pretty far into it in the show in the cartoon but you know like not that crazy they're definitely covered a lot of ground but not i just i don't see how it would be there and they made it to Kyoshi Island too by the second, so that's pretty far into it. 
I've seen the original series, I think, four times. But yeah, I mean, again, like there's if they I don't know if they do, if they are trying to. I haven't looked ahead at all. But if they do cover the entire like series in the eight episodes, it's going to be horrible. Definitely. I don't think they do. Because it's like that. That cartoon is really long. It's like a hundred episodes. Sixty something. Sixty three. Yeah, I thought it was like eighty, but <laughs> okay. Yeah, sixty something. You basically you're doing eight episodes per show episode, I guess. Eight episodes of cartoon per one episode. Yeah, that'd be a lot. I don't of think it does. Cover. No, I hope not. I mean, you can I haven't heard of anything about a part two or anything. I guess either. Well, they'll fill it out. Yeah, but it, I, it's fine. I don't. I am mad at it. It's way better. But maybe I had like the lowest expectations because I've seen the M Night one in the movie theater, and that I think that was like the only time I felt like leaving a movie I was watching. So oh, it's that bad, huh? Oh, it is that bad. That's not even like an exaggeration. They didn't even I get the main character's name right. Never so seen the M Night. I've never seen the M Night movie, and I've never finished the original series. So that's kind of mind-boggling. To I've never honest. finished it either. I would say the original cartoon is probably top five cartoons ever made, not mm-hmm. like animation in general, but like right, American right. cartoons. American, I would yeah. say it's easily top five ever made, and very relevant to today. It goes on sale. the The complete series goes on sale all the time on Blu-ray. Like you can buy the whole series for like twenty or thirty bucks. Yeah, I think I would love that they remaster it because it is kind of hard to watch it in the old format of Square. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, and especially if you've seen Square, which is like beautiful. (laughs) I have not seen any of that. Well, it's not. I wouldn't recommend that one really that much. Uh, Okay, it's fine. It's good. Oh, wait. Not... <laughs> I do have another thing to talk about. Sorry. I didn't mean hey. to cut you off. <laughs> no, no. That's all I really had to say. Like, so far, it's like, it's not bad at all. It's better than I expected. And the hate yeah. for it is kind of mind boggling compared to how much people love One Piece, which is way corny so yeah, far. I do not get because it. Because, like, One Piece is a bunch of adults doing really corny things. Like, these are literal children. Like, okay, yeah. they're, they're corny, whatever. <laughs> they're children. Like, it's a children's show, <laughs> whatever. Well, before before we move on, because this is on topic with that, what do you think about the live-action Naruto moving forward with the uh, um, character of Shang-Chi? I am actually interested, because I thought we talked about this. Shang-Chi was an anime movie mm-hmm. that was done. Like, it, it had a DBZ, like, for me, feel-type final battle with the dragon like i think he nailed the feel of like an anime movie and that's what yeah. shang chi was and why i liked it so honestly i have pretty good expectations though i'm not the biggest naruto like but fan. he needs he needs the budget here's the problem is he needs the budget of a Give marvel the budget. film yeah the naruto you know which i mean naruto should command that kind of budget because it is insane I would think it's so, like but... dragon ball z levels of popular but yeah, isn't it Lionsgate or something that's doing it? Which uh, I just feel like they don't have a great something. track record of yeah. adaptations. But if he doesn't have the budget for it, it's going to be rough. But like if yeah, he's given yeah. like a budget, like honestly, as far as like anime going to live action, I don't feel more on someone I'm more comfortable with doing it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, my last thing is I watched Chopper from 2000, directed by Josh's boy, Andrew Dominic. I saw that. Yeah, I this was actually recommended by a coworker of mine. He's like, oh, have you ever seen Chopper? I was like, no, I've never even heard of it. Looked it up, and I was like, oh, fuck, Andrew Dominic directed this, and it was on Peacock. Pretty short, so I uh, decided to watch it. And, um, yeah, it's very much um, reminded me of Bronson, which I think Bronson was made after this. So maybe Bronson owes some uh, – let me see. When was when did Bronson come out? I think that was like 2008. Yeah. Yeah, Bronson was 2008. So eight years after this. So maybe Bronson owes some uh, some credit to, to Chopper. But Chopper is um, – about a Australia's uh, notorious criminal, Mark Chopper Reed, uh, portrayed by Eric Bana, and his performance is like incredible. I think he does great job in it. Um, kind of just tells the story of him getting out of prison and trying to go back to normal life, and then, but you know, him being uh, he is like so tied to that to that world, that criminal world, and he's kind of paranoid and. I feel like some of the uh, some of like his psyche is a bit ambiguous, but I kind of wish they delved more into it. But it does have like a lot of directorial flair to it, a lot of stylistic choices. Um, there's a drug scene in this that's way better than the one in uh, uh, <laughs> Killing Them Softly. <laughs> they do. Bullshit. I think it's, I think they just do coke, but it's funny <laughs> they they like they do the coke and like they're talking normally, but like everything is like slightly sped up. So it just like looks like everything, you know, everything's moving faster. Their mouths are moving faster, but they're talking normally. Thought that was like an interesting and well done choice. And yeah, there's some other stuff. Uh, but on the flip side, it looks god awful. There's like, and this could be the era, like the you know, 2000, the year it came out, but mm. like green and just like this super harsh, like fluorescent lighting. Maybe that's part of the style and the choice but it just looks terrible um could not get past the look of it and then there's there's some stuff that's a little bit confusing some plot stuff pacing isn't great but i did like it overall it's a short watch if you're trying to like fill out dominic's filmography i would recommend it but besides that i wouldn't like strongly recommend it to anyone i mean if you're a huge fan of bronson too that's it kind of it did remind me a lot of that uh, but I gave it a three. Okay, anything else uh, for you guys? Nope. Nope. All right, let's shut her down. Uh, next week, which we already talked about, is a big one. It's Dune Part 2. Oh, yeah. Josh, you'll be coming back? Yeah, I'm going to rewatch the first one, too. In, in preparation, I saw that you had watched it recently. I did, yep. I think so- I have it on 4K, I'm pretty sure. I yeah, the do. 4K looks beautiful. No, my TV isn't the as good as my old one right now. So, all right. Well, so yeah, well, that'll be next week. Dune Part Two. Um, Josh, any plan? Any inkling to uh, watch Star Wars and come on the premium? Potentially. Potentially. What is it set for? Well, it's, it's it's a week from now, so oh, fuck. <laughs> maybe too short. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but next one after that is going to be the Apes uh, trilogy. If you want Ooh, to do that, one. Matt Reeves. Well, Matt Reeves did, did two, one of them or two of them. Two of them. He did two the last two. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. one I'd be definitely interested in because I'm meaning to watch those. Perfect. Okay, we got plans. We have 
plans in the books. All right, that is next week. In the meantime, if you want to send us a question or comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at sudsandcinema at Suds and Cinema Podcast. <laughs> I'm on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I'm on both those. That's JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. on that because we lost (laughs) perfect time to stop